All right, everybody. Winter wrap-up, winter wrap-up. Let's finish our holiday cheer. Because I'm Swade. And I'm Chris. And this is Deep Anime Dive. Yay! Yay! Deep Anime Dive. Yes. Yay! Yay! Woo! <laughs> I'm so happy you let me get away with that. So how are things with you? Uh pretty good. Been been pretty busy. But still still watching a little bit of anime when I can and been uh studying Japanese. Um kanji's the enemy of humanity, but that's okay. How are you doing, Chris? You know, I'm doing all right. Like, um, just been playing some games, doing, uh, uh, watching a lot of anime, getting caught up on a lot of anime. So, nice, uh, nice. I finished a lot from from last season. So, uh, and I started a lot for this. Uh, for the next season, so yeah, you've you've been way way deeper than I have been, unfortunately. That's because uh, because I like to uh, craft and stuff on the on the game that I play on fourteen that I could just like AFK and do stuff in the game and then watch anime at the same time. So ah, uh, that's your secret. Yes, that is my secret. Okay, you're always crafting. But okay, but cool. So I guess we'll we'll have plenty to talk about when we get to your end of things. But yes, we will. I, there was a real. There was a lot of really good stuff this season. Yeah, like this whole year is looking to be super good. I'm very happy yeah. about that. Like it's. It feels like we've been like in a dry spell for such a long time. <laughs> We'd be like, you know, every now and then there's like a good anime or at least a decent one. <laughs> like maybe like one or two every season, but the last couple of seasons, like or like winter and then this upcoming one, really, really good stuff. Makes me happy. Yeah, um, there's a lot that I think this season that will be talking about at the end of the year i think oh yeah i think so 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 before we get into all that um is there any like uh, uh news or anything like that that you've uh, oh any uh hot sure. topics yeah the hot topical section of course yeah there's i found a couple of uh, quickies that are interesting to me anyway here let's let's do bad news first because i i live on drama it feeds my soul and gives Shaking me probably is giving me many health issues but that's fine <laughs> yeah so i found an article on ann i mean i guess this news that originates from twitter that that cesspool of humanity. Uh, 
But uh, <laughs> it, it is a cesspool of humanity. But yeah, this is actually um, related to VTubers, our uh, anime adjacent topic that comes up again and again on the podcast. Um, yeah, this is about uh, the Niji Sanji uh, agency, which. Uh, Niji Sanji, well known for being the other Hololive. For those who don't like name brand products, I guess. But uh, it's actually kind of some sad news. Um, and there hasn't, like, there hasn't been like a lot of like direct, like, explanations yet from Niji Sanji as an entity. But they they had a Twitter post just a little bit ago um we're basically they're temporarily closing down their uh their india branch and their um and three of their streamers are uh, forcibly graduating it's kind of a bummer it's really not clear why but there's likely some sort of drama going on over in India that they're just um, uh, it seems to be the standard practice for the Japanese uh, VTuber agencies where a little bit of problem you get like you know maybe like a bruise on your thumb so you just cut off the whole hand kind of a thing yeah you know there's probably like some some slight bit of drama, so they just decided to fire three people who had probably done nothing wrong. That's so dumb. So that's that's cool. I love it when when uh, corporations have that kind of power. Um, it's the best. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't I don't watch anything from Niji Sanji, but I, I'm just like I'm like angry by proxy, just. The fact that this can happen, like this happened with Hollow Live a few months ago, where they closed down the China branch. Mm-hmm. I think in that case, that was pretty permanent. Like, it sounds like maybe India will open up again for Niji Sanji, but it's going to be a different uh, group of VTubers. So, That's, that is sad. And it's like very sudden. Like, as far as, like, the Twitter account is concerned, everything was fine one day, and then the next day, um, there's, like, yep, no more. Uh, I think so. there was something similar that uh, happened to Votoms, actually. I don't know if... Oh, you really? Them. So, uh, one of the three Votoms members, like, uh, I remember reading reading about it. I think uh, Pikami did a video on it. It said that like one of them had to graduate like very suddenly because of some reason, hmm. and they were given no no warning that they were leaving. Yikes! And so, and she would, and Pikami was really upset because they were like really close and they were friends, but for some reason, like. They just didn't let her, let them know like why she was being removed. 
Yeah, it's and it's it's something I really really dislike about the uh, the agency aspect of VTuberism. Yeah, because um, that seems to just happen a lot, and they try to be really cutesy with the euphemisms. I think I think if they used you know the real words like you know firing or laying off or canceling or whatever you want like that's what they're doing but they're they're trying to put like a fun spin on it like they're not just totally derailing somebody's life are you talking about like graduating yeah i i despise that word i think it's the stupidest thing uh well it it's it's kind of like that's how they say it in idol culture so. I know, I I know that's like the idea behind it, but like it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's putting a nice word on a not nice thing, and trying to pretend everything's fine. It's, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's unfortunate. And, and I realize like because there have been some VTubers too that have like that have like bowed out um, of their own will. There's been a couple of hollow stars that have done that. And I think a couple of hollow live uh, girls have done that as well, where they've just, for They're personal right. reasons or whatever, they've decided they don't, they, they don't, or they can't do it anymore. There was only one, I believe. Yeah. You're one hollow, hollow live girl. Yeah. One hollow live girl that was okay. forced out, I believe. Yeah. That, um, like something happened with her uh, it was a gen five and there was mm. something that happened with her uh, uh, her past that was like brought up by aunties and right. like, people found her old stuff and then um, they fired her because of that or something like that I don't remember yeah I don't know it's it's silly, and there there was a, a Hollow Stars member that, and I think they they really did do it for personal reasons, and also because maybe they were Yago, and people found out. But like, <laughs> I'm still, I'm like eighty percent sure it was Yago being a VTuber, but we'll never know now. <laughs> we'll never get those Beyblade ASMRs back either. They deleted the whole account. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, so that's that's some news that's that cropped up on Twitter that made me sad. It's just I don't like 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 corporations and companies on YouTube in general bug me, but just the fact that like VTubers, like the VTuber community is like so high, like incredibly dominated by uh, company politics essentially. And like country politics, like it's, I don't know, it's stupid. Yeah, I, I, I wish it wouldn't be like that because like, it's just really dumb, like uh, bringing politics into something like live streaming, right. caring about that sort of stuff. It's, it's really dumb. That's, that's one nice thing about like 
I guess people that are not affiliated with the, those things, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely find myself drawn more to the indie VTuber community more and more. Right. Like, I don't know. There's definitely, like, a lack of polish because there's less money. But, you know, they're actually able to do whatever they want. They can play more than five games. And they can actually talk about somewhat risky things without getting slapped on the face or something for it yeah 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 i don't know it's anyway so that's that was the sad news yeah but then to yeah to try to end on a happier note um the evangelion movie is absolutely crushing it really it's the number one a film in the box office for the fifth weekend in a row. Wasn't it? Wasn't it like that for uh, the uh, Demon Slayer movie? I believe. Yeah. So Demon Slayer was ahead of it for a while, and Demon Slayer's like slowly been dropping down. Like it's at number four right now. But Evangelion has been like, it's been like picking up speed. Yeah. Like it started pretty strong, but I guess like the the word has got out has gotten out that it's actually a good movie. Hmm. And so it's been like, it's like been doing better in its run, which is not very typical. Like usually a movie kind of like gradually will die out in the theater, but it's doing better and better. People like it. It's well, the, it's, it's a Evangelion, you know, and it's like the final movies as well. Yeah. So I think it's finally just, it's hitting its stride. It's actually a, at this point, it's the uh, the most successful Evangelion movie in the series like history. Like it's made some stupid amount of money. Absurd enough. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's doing very well for for uh, Hideaki Hideaki he, um, Ano. It's doing good for Ano. Yeah. Because his first name has too many bowels <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, it does well that's interesting um i i really can't wait to see that movie because yeah that's... Uh, it, because i i just want a, like a final opinion on it you know right i mean yeah i mean it's the responses are coming back generally positive. Like, like I haven't watched any reviews, but like I've been kind of like scanning, like the, the general vibe of the reviews that have been posted so far, and most everyone's kind of like, yeah, it's it's good. You know, a couple of people don't like it, but you know, a couple of people, you know, there's always someone that hates it. But yeah, there is always someone that hates it. It's hard. It's. It's hard to say, like, what it'll be like, since like we know that three was really rough. So yeah, yeah, three was, um, whew, it was a thing. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, depending on how the fourth one goes, like, maybe it'll 
fix it or at least explain what happened. But anyway, so that's that's that. Evangelion is doing good. And I've said some mean things about uh, Anno, Anno H in the past. But, you know, he, he deserves success. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he, he he is he's an interesting guy, I'll say. So yeah, that's the that's the news I found. Nice. So anyhow. Well, um so I guess we'll get right into it. Uh sure. Uh so, uh, Chris, what is it that we are getting into? We are getting into the winter 2020, 2021 stuff. Stuff. Yeah. It's, it's the uh, season in review, the wrap up. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a good season. Like, uh, yeah. Um, not really, uh, Anything too crazy went on. Not really a lot of crazy shows. Maybe like a couple that have been like uh, that have had the controversy. Uh, right. But most everything was pretty uh, laid back. Yeah, there was. There were definitely there were some there was some good stuff. I'm really happy with the ones I found and stuck with. How. How should we divvy this out? Do we want to like go back and forth, or do you want to talk about like all fifteen of yours first? And can... uh, so how much do you have? I so I have six shows I can at least comment on. But there's four that I finished all the way through the season. So you have four. Yeah. Um. I'd say you start and we can, uh, you can, uh, uh, yeah, you can, uh, go with that. Yeah, sure. We can. And then, uh, cause I know, uh, there's at least like one of yours that I've seen as well. Okay. One or two. Did you, did you finish Jujutsu Kaisen? I am not caught up yet. Okay. I am still working my way up as it were. But, so, uh, what uh, what ones did you watch this season that you were able to finish? Sure. Should I just give you like the full list to start and then do a breakdown, maybe? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the four that I watched from beginning to end were Kimono Jihen, oh, uh, Doctor Ramune, yeah. uh, bottom tier character Tomozaki. And then suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town. Okay. So, so um, out of all those, which one was your favorite? Ooh. Okay, so definitely bottom tier character Tomozaki was my favorite. Okay. I will say. So why was that one your favorite? Alright. Um I'll say overall, like, I think what I really liked about it 
uh, was just the portrayal of the various characters and the way they uh, kind of evolved throughout the series. Um, I guess I think you've kind of touched on it before because I've been watching it throughout the season, but like so, like the 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 general premise of the show is that Tomozaki um, is obsessed with video games and hates the real world, but then meets somebody who kind of convinces him to give like real life a shot to treat it like a video game kind of thing. Yeah. And so the series premise is that he's like slowly trying to figure out like how to be social and how to, you know, be a somewhat normal human being and kind of improve himself in that way. And so that's just, that's kind of like just the, the shtick, but uh, something that I really liked about the series as it progressed is um, the way his view of the world uh, changes like significantly as the show goes and the viewer kind of gets to experience that shift as well in the sense that like, uh, it's like as the show starts, um, Tomozaki is surrounded by all of these really obnoxious classmates that he just can't stand for one reason or another. Like they just seem like, like from his perspective, they seem like they're either like, like just stupid or clueless like really mean like he just like sees everybody's like kind of like out to get him or like wants to like make yeah. fun of him kind of a thing like he has like really like this this negative sense of the things around him as the show goes on like it kind of like it seems like the characters are changing but what's really happening is that tomozaki is changing and so, like, most of the other characters in the show don't really change too much. But, like, his understanding and, like, perspective changes to the point where, like, like, he starts to realize, like, you know, that that guy isn't just, like, a jerk or, like, you know, he isn't, like, a, a jock or whatever. Like, he's actually, like, no, he's, he's pretty reasonable. It's just that, like, Tomozaki was always the one, like, kind of instigating things or... Hmm. Or like, but like, there's just like a lot of, like, I mean, like some of the characters like do change in their own little arcs as well, though. And like a lot of characters, I mean, just all the characters are like so much more uh, multi-dimensional than you think they are when you go into the show. And it kind of just, it's done through the perspective of uh, Tomozaki just coming to realize that life isn't quite so horrible as he thought. And is, does it turn out to be like a romance or is there a little uh, bit or not very much? So there is romance to it. Like there is a, cause like the, uh, cause I mean the, the, the main premise of the show is just Tomozaki learning how to make friends and yeah. he does, he does get a girlfriend sort of by the end. Sort of. I mean, cause like the kind of the, the, the premise of the show is that like, the girl who is helping him like she like sets him like video game style goals that he has to like complete every day and every week and every month and so by the end of the school by the end of the school year he has to have a girlfriend is like the final goal of the series i guess and so there's a girl that he finally does ask out at the end okay um it's just 
and like that it's kind of like that's like a really kind of cutesy thing as well like the interactions with just like because like there's a lot of like different characters he he interacts with where it's like oh maybe that's the girl he's gonna choose like it's not quite like a harem but like like by the end of the show there's like there's like several girls that he could potentially ask out if he was so inclined uh so it it was kind of like a harem ish yeah like i guess like in a really wholesome sense because like it's not like fan servicey at all but like out of like the the six or seven friends he makes like four of them are girls so it's like maybe like five of them even it's like it's like a majority female supporting cast okay but I don't know, it doesn't really feel like a harem show it's hard to explain and but I, don't know, I just i just really liked the the characters the character development it's got a really nice uh it's a very shiny art style i don't know how to explain it like everything's very reflective it's really different but yeah yeah and i liked i think for i kind i don't know fully why but it's been kind of a controversial show and that like it seems to really be like a love it or hate it kind of thing like there's not a lot of people like in the middle about it like yeah i haven't really seen much about it um i haven't really heard many people talking about it yeah i mean i've been like when i was like seeking out like the reviews like on my anime list and stuff and I think most everyone on my anime list does not like it for some reason. But I think it's got a... I think there's a certain uh, quality to it that I think people would find offensive. Like, I think if you're like an introverted type or a gamer person, you might be kind of offended by... the Like... Cause, I mean, the show doesn't like... It's not like that it's like bad to be a gamer or bad to be an introvert but the show is really pushing the idea of like just trying to go out into the world. And for people who have made up their mind that they don't want to do that, they probably wouldn't like the show. Hmm. Yeah. I, I can see that being an interesting one. Cause I, I guess that would be a lot of like, kind of what Japanese people are pushing to like, get out of the house and like do things. Right. It, there's definitely like a feel to the show where it's like, it's very carefully constructed. Like there's a weird amount of like real psychology that like is going into the show. Like the girl who's teaching him how to be social, like pulls up like actual studies and like actual, like brain things that are like, like you can actually like look up the science behind them. It's like, no, yeah, it's actually like how that works. Like, like if you like, if you like applied the things in Tomozaki, like to your own life, you probably would become like a more sociable, like popular person. Hmm. It's like really weird in that sense. I don't know. It's it was just a really like it's relatively laid back. Like there's there's some episodes with like a, like a high amount of drama. Yeah. As certain characters clash and all that. But uh, it's it's just like a really interesting show. Just to, I don't know. It's it's really hard to articulate exactly what it is that I liked about it so much, but 
I really should watch that one. Uh, it's It was kind of on my radar, but it's really hard for me to watch something that's on Funimation. So, like, yeah. if it's on Crunchyroll, I'm more inclined to watch it because then it's just, like, on my queue. And I can, like, see when the episodes come out when I check my queue and all that. Right, that's that's fair. Like, it was really hard for me to keep up on Horimiya. Because Horimiya uh, was on Funimation, and then there was a lot of times where I was behind on it because mm. of that. Right, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of get that. Like, there's a lot of things I don't like about Funimation, but I know I I don't want to punish animation studios just because they're affiliated with Funimation. Yeah, personally. very true. I just don't like the player and the site. I no, think it, that's it's janky. Like it's extremely janky. It might be worse than Crunchyroll, which is kind of an achievement, really. Like I remember trying to play it on my uh, computer, and the subtitles were like wonky for some reason. Yeah, subtitles can get pretty janky. Um, for whatever reason, like a personal, like the personal queue. Like, um, it's like buried under like four or five different like links you have to like go through to get to it. Yeah, that's why I I kind of like sticking to Crunchyroll and like watching the stuff that's on Crunchyroll unless it's something that I really want to see. All right, yeah, and that that's understandable. I really do want to see Bomb Bomb Tier Tomozaki though. I'd say like. Like, just, like, for people generally, I'd give it, like, a conditional recommendation. Like, try the first, like, two or three episodes. And if you like those episodes, you'll like the show. But if you don't like the first couple episodes, then it's probably not going to be for you. Um, yeah. But I'd say for the people who do like it, they're really going to like it. Like it, it's like it's like very well done. Like there, there's nothing about it that felt like, like off. Mm. Like I felt like they told the story exactly the way they wanted to tell it. So, like in that sense, at least, like it's really well done. Speaking of extremely well done, put together shows. Yeah. Um, my favorite one this season was ReZero season two. Oh yeah, they did come out. Yep. Uh, were... The final, the final half of season two. Yeah, you were excited about that one. Yes, I was. I watched it every single week uh, on the dot. Yeah. Um. And man, was I not disappointed. Yeah, it lived up to everything you wanted. It it did live up to everything I wanted. It really uh, grew the characters very well. I mean, the first half did that, but the second half uh, expanded upon that as well, which made it just even more um, fun to fun to watch. And the thing about uh, ReZero is that all the characters are really good. Mm. I, I can't really name a character that's bad in the show because all of them like have their good points 
and um, are fun to watch together on the screen as you're seeing it unfold. Mm. And uh, you get a lot of backstory on Amelia and uh, Subaru as well. Um, so it's, and then you also get uh, back background on different other characters that you didn't think um, you needed backstory on, you wanted backstory on, but you got it anyway. So the only sad part about um, season two was the whole REM thing. Yeah. So that was the only thing. Um, that was disappointing. Mm. But I'll I'll honestly say that the author and the the people that that made the story kind of sold me on Amelia after a while. Yeah? Yeah. Like I don't like think she's like absolute trash of a of a character but after after this half i after this uh season i do like her a lot more you so like you you didn't like her so much before yeah during season one i did not like her at all really yeah that's that fascinates me i thought she was like a really like really good character personally i think it was because like halfway through season season one she like kind of left the spotlight. Mm. Though I don't remember, to be honest. Like season one was very long ago. Yeah, fair enough. So all I have in my mind right now is season two. Mm. But uh it was it was great. Like I I I started clapping at the end. Because it yeah. was a, it was a it was a great story, and uh, there's still like more to like go on, like whatever is going to be next. And I really hope they do a season three soon because uh, I still want to know what happens to like Rem and to everyone else, and uh, see where it goes because um, they were like hinting at some like really. Uh, crazy stuff going down so right I mean, yeah and there's still like an overall goal of the show that needs to be reached so yeah I think. So, I think yeah anyway uh re-zero uh is probably in my top top 20 i think okay five anime that's climbing because uh, it was just, it was just like on your on the edge of your seat every single episode, right? And uh, just the amount of like suspense and like uh, the thrill, the thrill of it was just great to, to, to watch. So um, if you if you haven't. If you, if anyone still listening to this has not seen ReZero yet, please go watch it because it's so good. 
Yeah, I can I can second that at least on what I've watched so far. I I have very few complaints and the ones I do have are extremely petty because that's what I am. So it's it's a it's really well done, yeah. And uh, don't listen to a lot of reviews that are on uh, on the on some reviews that are on Miami list because there's some people that just don't like it. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's re- it's really good. Yeah, it's the the premise of the show is very well executed. Yeah, and I think for some people they don't like the premise is kind of the gist of it. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like how uh, this this season like started off with the thing that happened to Rem, and then it kind of just like went in a different direction. Uh, but uh, going in that direction was actually really good, and like everything in there was really good. So right. Well. Anyway. Re-Zero, uh, fat, great, 10 out of 10 show. Thumbs up from Chris. Yeah, it's it's probably the best isekai out there. Oh, hold on there, Sonny Jim. <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, I'll say. Uh, yeah. There, there's there's two isekais out there that are like the my, my, uh, like the best isekais in my opinion. It's Konosuba mm-hmm. and uh, this, ReZero. Right. And I well, think, they're very similar, uh, so that makes sense. No, they're not really similar. <laughs> uh is more of a uh, harem comedy, and this one's a thriller. Type comedy. Of. Yeah. No. It's not really comedy. It's some I, comedy. I, I, I chuckled once or twice. But yeah, I mean, it's... It's much more seriously done for sure. It's yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Good choice. It's a good top pick. So, what are some other ones I uh, you've seen that are kind of like your mid mid tier picks? Okay, mid tier pick. Okay, this is okay. This gets a little tougher. Um, actually, no, yeah, so I think for my, I'll, I'll get, I'll even go so far as to say second favorite, um, was Dr. Ramune, a mysterious disease specialist. Dr. Ramune. Oh yeah. That's the one that you were telling me about. That was very weird. Yeah. So, um, the show, like when I, when I first started watching it, I couldn't tell if it was like ridiculous or secretly genius. And I, I, I feel that it became secretly genius by the end. Like, like there's a lot more thought put into the show than you would think based on the, uh, the premise. But yeah. Um, I guess just to, and again, I, I think I've said this before, but the, like the, I don't know, the basic uh, synopsis, is that Dr. Ramune, along with his young apprentice, um, kind of are basically help people who have been afflicted with mysterious diseases. Um, 
And in the world of Dr. Ramune, uh, there's the, it's called Kaibyo, which just means mysterious illness. It's not super clever, but um, yeah. Kaibyo can infect people if they have been affected by like, by I guess by like uh, high levels of stress. And that stress can take different forms. Um, but essentially, the the stress will manifest in some sort of like physical uh, condition that Doctor Monet has to like help them deal with and overcome. And the and it, the episodes kind of become pretty episodic, although there is kind of a general. There's like a, a secret arc that's actually playing out in the background of like the entire series if you pay attention, which is where the secretly genius thing comes from. Hmm. But um yeah, essentially like some episodes are very silly. Like the man whose uh penis turns into a a churro. <laughs> that that episode is that episode is special and amazing. <laughs> but it's not very serious. Why, why does it sound like an episode of South Park? It it really felt like it, honestly. There's like it's it's such a bizarre, but again, the, every episode is like it's a very bizarre thing, and like like almost every single episode, you'll start laughing because of how ridiculous the illness is. Mm. But like, but like some episodes get really get really sad, like really serious. Like there are episodes where it's like it's like really kind of simple things where it's like, oh yeah, like you know I'm dealing with stress because of you know X and X and like I have like chili pepper fingers now, and like that's kind of weird. Pepper fingers. Yeah, there, there's a food theme generally, but then there's other ones where it's like, um, I don't want to. I don't want to get too into details because it starts spoiling things, but like there's some really good ones where like the stresses become like things like losing a loved one or like kind of like trying to like deal with autism. There's actually an episode about that, which is really, really cool to see from a Japanese anime actually, because that's not something you ever see happen. Huh. Um, yeah. So like there's a whole, there's like a wide range of episodes and like some are better than others. It's like it's not like a perfect hit like home run of a show. But like the the episodes that hit really hit. And uh the character development of the two main characters and their relationship together um is really fascinating as you kind of like see more and more of it as the show goes. Um the supporting cast is is pretty decent. Um but and it's Ooh. it's a very strange show. It it very much reminds me of like it's got some flavors of like Mob Psycho and even like uh, Bakemonogatari a little. Like I wouldn't say it's as good as a, as the, those other ones quite, but it's still. I don't know. How is the Doctor Ramune guy as a character? Um, Dr. Amune is, he's very much like the comic relief character. Like, like his job is to be like kind of wacky and over the top. Um, like he, 
he knows a lot, but he's also, I don't know. And then I, I should have made notes. I can't remember the name of, um, his assistant. He's a middle school kid, and he's kind of like the more like straight faced, kind of serious character. Yeah, like it's a very similar dynamic to the two main characters in Mob Psycho, actually. Like, it's very similar. Like the one except the guy, and then the one serious. Yeah. Although I will say the Dr. Ramune is probably mildly more competent at what he's supposed to be doing. Than uh, the, the one the one guy. Yeah, what's his name from I forgot his name, it's been so long. Yeah. I I should have looked up names, I guess, but but anyway, like yeah, their dynamic is really good. And it's there's definitely like times in the show where you're like I can't believe they put up with each other. But yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it's overall really good. Like there's I'd say there's like four or five episodes that are like like S tier, like just really good. And then like I don't know, but like it, it averages out to just be like, you know, it it's a good show, I would say. Cool. So so, so you kind of like rate that like in the middle, like Kind of like an 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10 show. Yeah, I'd say like, yeah, it probably averages to like an 8 because like some episodes are definitely like a 9 or even a 10. Yeah. But others are like a 6 or a 7, so. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Ramune. Check it out, maybe. Dr. Ramune. Can you see, like, my other like mid-tier ones were... Uh, like, I had a bunch that I rated a 7 out of 10 this time. Okay. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, season two. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Or even uh, the I'm a spider one. And later. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, all of those. Um, and I guess you could add in Jujutsu Kaisen as well. So Three rated, solid seven out of ten. I, I rated that an eight. Okay. Uh, that's that's fair. Uh, the thing with Jujutsu Kaisen was that it was really good, uh, but the the plot the plot was all right. Um, it's just the fight scenes and the animation and all that stuff was the best part about it. Some of the right. characters were really cool too, right? Yeah, I I like some of the supporting cast. Yeah, like I'm I'm still catching up, but I'd say, you know, it it approaches Bleach, like Bleach's early seasons in terms of quality and appeal. Yeah. Um, and then uh, like. Slime Tensura season mm-hmm. two. Uh, it was it was good, um, but it was kind of slow. Okay. The pacing was kind of slow, but it was really good. Okay. If the was a little bit better, I would give it a higher rating, but not so much. Um, Hori Mia. Uh. 
I'm I'm kind of torn on Horimiya. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good episodes. Um, the main guy character, uh, Miyamura, is probably one of the best uh, um, shoujo uh, main guy characters. My main hero, I guess. Yeah, main <laughs> hero or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, he's he's just a very cool and uh, very nice guy that has gone through like really sad uh, kind of like social outcast stuff and all that crap. Mm. Um, my mind is torn on whether or not I like the main girl. Okay. Um, Hori. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about her? I know you saw um, a bunch of the episodes. Yeah. So I watched about halfway through before I uh, kind of dropped off on it. Hmm. And I'm kind of in a similar boat where like uh, the main guy, Mia, whatever. Mia um, Miyamura, yeah. Like, he's a really nice guy. He's somewhat, like, he's, I, I, I was kind of torn on, like, if he was, like, a good character, like, a little bit of a bland character in some ways. Hmm. But I also didn't get all the way through. And then, yeah, with Hori, it felt like, like, I couldn't tell if they were trying to make her, like, a Tsundere character. Or trying to like make like player more straight. Yeah, like, I, I, there's I, a lot I, of weird inconsistencies. Yeah, and uh, sometimes the way she treats uh, Miyamura is not very kind. I'd say. Yeah, but not not so much. It, it does feel like they're they're like good together, but. Uh, it, yeah. I found myself a lot more interested. Well, well, I found myself interested in a lot of the other like romances that were going on, even though that they weren't like so like in the spotlight. Right. Yeah. Miyamura's friend was the coolest guy. <laughs> he oh was yeah. My favorite guy. Yeah. Yeah. He he was a cool guy. Though I think that he ended up with the wrong person. Yeah. And uh, what was sad was that Horimiya ended like that. That it kind of like ended. That it felt like it kind of had its own anime original ending. Unless the anime, unless the manga like continues after high school, because the anime ended with them like graduating, kind of. So. Oh. So it felt like they just like ended it. Right, yeah. Interesting. So the last one, the last two of my uh mid-tier ones. The okay. I'm a spider the I'm a spider, so what one? Right. Uh so I, I like it, but I also don't like it at the same time. Mm. I like it whenever the main character Spider Girl is on the screen, but whenever she's okay. not on the screen, I don't like it. 
Yeah. She uh, really carries the show. She she does carry the show, and like what she's doing is like uh, so much more interesting than uh, what the other people are doing. Right. So, um, I'm gonna see what that's gonna be like this season as well on uh, the second. Oh, it's still going. Yeah, it's still going. Okay. So I shall, I shall withhold my statements then, somewhat. Um, the other one, laid back camp. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, kind of on that same vein as Tomozaki is that they kind of like have kind of an agenda a little bit. Um, for the thing, like how Tomozaki sounds like that they uh, they wanted people who are more introverted to get out. Something like that. Yeah, I mean. Th- I think the author is really trying to like, like in, I think in his mind, he is, he made a show or he made a manga like designed to help people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Leadback Camp is very similar. Trying to get people out there and outside and camping, I guess. Mm. And showing like the, uh, the, uh, the pros of camping because there was different episodes like on solo camping instead of going as a group so you could go by yourself um so i feel like it had an agenda there of trying to like get people outside you know Mm. and seeing nature and being with nature um it went to a lot of like interesting places that i think i would want to go and uh if i ever go to japan like uh different uh uh geo spots or whatever they're called hmm. okay uh, so and there was uh because they they like travel uh around this like one area and you gotta know a lot about the area so um, if you're kind of like wanting to look kind of like deep into, well, not that deep, but into like what some of the areas around Tokyo were like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good show for that. Okay. It's extremely relaxing because like not much happens and it's just cute girls camping. But okay. uh, if, you, if you ever want something that will j- just want to relax you, definitely pick it up all right yeah Uh, so what are your like kind of like uh bottom tier ones i mean i wouldn't say bottom not really bottom tier but like i don't know yeah so i mean see i have two other shows i can talk about you want me to talk about both of them or yeah sure go ahead um all right so let's see i'll talk about uh kimono jihen next kimono this one this one was like a solid seven out of ten for me um with a lot of promise depending on how season two goes i think it could become an excellent series depending on what they do with it there's a uh season two for it 
there could be like see like the season one ends with like the with like it's kind of promising a season two and then hopefully it's successful enough that it gets it yeah like it like it wrapped up the the final arc of the season but you know it's hinting like whoa this could happen next maybe we'll see you next time but um yeah so um i the thing about see the season one of kimono jihen i'd say the main problem with it is just the it kind of takes a while to start getting really good like i think the first half of the show could have been better or at least could have been like paced differently yeah like and it's hard to articulate exactly like what they could have done different i guess but so I, th- I think they wasted a lot of episodes on irrelevant, like not filler, but just kind of like irrelevant things. Because, because uh, like with season one, like the main, like the main point of season one was it was taking like the three main characters, and I think what I really liked about it is like it actually like goes into their backstories pretty quick, instead of taking like a hundred episodes like a lot of shonen anime like to do. But. Because, like, all three characters kind of have these, like, uh, chips on their shoulder in terms of, like, um, things from their from their past that they're kind of hung up on. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they each get an arc during season one where they kind of have to confront that to some degree. And see, like, they all get, like, really good uh, character development. They kind of, like... And, like, once those arcs kind of kick off the second half of the show, like, it's really good. Because you get to learn more about... Gosh, I didn't write... Why did I not write down names? I'm a fool. Um, <laughs> but like, the... I don't know. It's fine, it's fine. Okay, so three main characters. So there's a Kabane, who is... It's like, and again, the, the, the shtick of the show is that... Uh, there's this guy Inugami who runs a uh, kind of like a detective slash consultancy agency uh, to help um, Hanyo slash uh, monster um, people basically to like help them interact and resolve conflicts within the human world. Okay. Because because the premise is that like. Uh, kimono exist uh, but the humans don't know about that so it's about it's about everybody trying to like kind of like live peacefully without anything getting too crazy or too out of hand and uh, Inugami has these like three I guess boy detective assistants yeah so the gist is that Inugami has these three assistants uh, Kabane, Akira and Shiki and they're all, like, in various stages of being an orphan, I guess would be the... Like, they don't have anywhere else to go, so he, he kind of takes them in, and they and they help him out with uh, consultancy work. And they all have, like... Because like, they're all half-monsters, like, they had, like, a human parent and a, a not-human parent kind of a thing. Yeah. And so they all have like uh, varying abilities based on like what their monster half was, and then they kind of 
deal with different problems or people hire them to deal with problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's, I don't know, it, it, be, it gets really good. Like once it stops focusing on like the random, like one-off episodes and starts getting into like the characters past and you start learning more about like, well, why are they stuck at this agency being run by this guy? Like where'd they come from? Why? Like, where's their family and that kind of stuff. Like, it gets into like their past. It gets into, um, because there is like an antag, like a kind of a, a central antagonist to the show. Um, and she also has orphan children that she is using for her, for her own dirty ends. Cause why not? Um, but like, it's like those antagonistic characters also have like really interesting backstories and like, it's like really like, I don't know, like everyone's like motivations in the show are like really like well defined. Like every single, like the protagonist, the antagonist, like everyone has like a very clear reason for like what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. Which is really nice. Like everyone's like really, like the characters just like really work well together within the context of the world. And like, like once everyone's like really well defined, that's when the show really gets good. But it just takes a while for it to like to do that. Like it, it just wastes a lot of time. There's like four or five episodes where like you don't learn anything about any of the main characters, and they're just like doing random things, hmm. and then you finally get to see what's going on, and it gets a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why it's like, like season one's kind of like a seven out of ten. But if season two happens, I think season two will be really, really good. Like, I think it's, like, really laid the groundwork. And, like, it's, like, really got, like, the premise of, like... Because, like, it took to, like, episode 12 finally explained, like, why it's called Kimono Jihen. And what, like, the actual, like, main premise of the show is going to be. Like, it finally got to, like, the main conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Like now that it's all established, it's like, oh, I really hope season two happens because I need to know what happens next. Okay, interesting, interesting. So, it's a it's a slow start. I think it got really a uh, middling reviews because of that from a lot of people. Um, was it kind of like episodic, or was it not really? The first half is episodic, and that was the problem. Okay. Like the first four episodes, you could watch in almost any order and it wouldn't matter. Or like the first five or six, maybe even. But then it finally gets into like, like for the next like six episodes, like everybody has like a two episode or two or three episode arc about their past. And like kind of like defines motivations and you even get like an episode for like one of the antagonistic characters and things like. And like once you kind of get all that background. You start like, like the kind of characters get more fleshed out, and that's what really makes it good. And then like, and like the fights are really fun in the show because it's a very um, the main character Kabane has a very different uh, fighting style from most other shonen protagonists I've seen because his his fighting style is to just get killed until the other guy gets tired. Which okay. is very satisfying to watch. 
all right. Like, like I don't, there's no other way to explain it. Like, it's just like him repeatedly getting like pummeled into goo or into ashes until the other guy's like, man, I need to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But because like, uh, it's just special monster abilities, but it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a fun show. Like once it hits its stride. So what was the last one that you saw again? So the last one that I saw that I finished, um, suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town. Oh yeah. This was another one that I kind of wanted to watch. Yeah. I give it like a five out of 10 for concept and then like an eight out of 10 for execution. <laughs> okay. Cause it's, it's a lot of fun to watch for how stupid the, the plot is <clears throat> because the, the plot pretty much sums it up exactly. Um, the main character kid uh, moves from like, and it's not like, like he basically moves from this like legendary town that no one is even really sure exists. It's like, it's like the retirement community of like all like the most legendary heroes of the world, like where they go to hide to like not be bothered by paparazzi. <laughs> so he's like the son of like these like two very legendary heroes but he decides he wants to become uh, a soldier in the kingdom's army just like a rank and file soldier because he feels like he's not very special yeah because he was like the weakest kid in his village but he moves to uh, like the capital city like way down south and joins uh, the academy there, and he is like leaps and bounds more powerful than everybody else around him. But like he has like such a he has like such a poor self image that he doesn't realize that. Like he looks at everybody else around him and he thinks like they're really strong and really cool. He's just like kind of clueless that he's actually incredibly powerful. And. I mean, that's kind of like, that's just kind of like, that's the comedy of the show basically stems from that, which can be repetitive. Um, but the reason that it's so fun to watch is that they were very clever in uh, making the anime not so much about the fights. <laughs> yeah. Like, they kind they, a lot of the anime is very much, is more focused on, uh, I wouldn't call it slice of life, but like, cause like it is like, there's like a lot of adventures, a lot of like traveling and doing things and going places and fighting monsters. But the conflict comes more from him, like overcoming his doubts and the other characters tricking him into fighting. Okay. But, but like even more than that, like, uh, cause there's a lot of like, like arcs, and a, a big thing with the show is not so much uh, fighting the the you know the main villain of the arc. It's kind of like this like weird mystery detective aspect where they have to like figure out what's going on and who's doing it. Because the final fight's usually not going to be much of a fight, but trying to figure out who's causing it is kind of like where the real tension comes from. 
because they usually have like a really like strict time limit of like, oh my gosh, this person's going to kill the king if we can't figure out who's going to do it. Or like, there's like, people are like dying in the forest around here and we can't figure out like what's happening or who's causing it. They kind of do a really good job of like shifting the drama and like the, I guess like the conflict away from actual fighting. Which is a smart move when your main character is absurdly overpowerful. Okay. So, I don't know. It's it's reminding me of the new one that's this season. Yeah, actually, the the level ninety nine witch lady, whatever. Yeah, I've been killing slimes for for three hundred years. Yeah, it could be very very similar. Yeah, I know. It was just it's a really really fun. It was a really fun show. Like, all the characters are really likable. Um, he accidentally forms a harem as it goes on, as you do. Um, as you do. Yeah. Um, there's one girl who is like my favorite character of the whole season because she's like, she's like the, I guess the way, like, she's like the most like friendly, reasonable, like, Yandere character I've ever seen. Where she's like, she will absolutely like murder everyone that gets like too close to him, except that she can't. But like, uh, she's she's kind of got a handicapped, cursed um, item that keeps her from actually carrying out the the murder that, that's in her heart. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's it's just really fun. Because like like every episode, almost every episode has like a subplot with her, where she's like scheming on how she's going to like meet his parents and get them to approve the marriage, or like trick him into signing like a marriage document, or like trick him into like getting into like the bath with her, or just like it's always just like this like background thing. It's like he's like not fully aware of what's happening. Okay. But it, it's just it's just super funny, like she's she's the best. Was there lots of like fan service, or was it just like? Uh there's there's a few moments of fan service, but I will say that they play to both sides. Like every time a girl strips, there will be a guy that strips in the same episode. So equality. I guess, <laughs> guess that reminds and, me of Kill a Kill. I guess. Yeah, and. Like it's nothing like nothing super crazy. Like I'd say it it stays pretty pretty PG thirteen. It's it, it's just like a fun show. Like better than it deserves for the concept it has. Yeah. But interesting. Well I'd I'd give it like a seven out of ten as well. So maybe if it uh yeah, yeah, don't don't look at a <laughs> don't 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 look at the reviews on my anime list. Uh, oh no, yeah, I think everyone hates it on my anime list. I do not like any reviews from my anime list. There no one knows what they're talking about on like any show, really. No, what what I'm finding and I would like to apologize to anyone who who regularly posts reviews on my anime list. Yeah. But a lot of people are very self-entitled on there. Like, 
like I like there's a lot of bad reviews and very rarely do people phrase it as being their opinion. They they phrase it as being absolute fact that it's a bad show and that you should not watch it or you're a bad person. Yeah, I I completely agree. There's Rich. also a lot of uh, pre-reviews. Yeah, where like they've seen like one episode. Yeah, like they've seen either half the series or like three episodes and then write a review on it. Yeah. Those Rich. are like horrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I ignore reviews that if they haven't even finished the show because that's not going to be like objective. You haven't watched it. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I, I think that my anime list should have a thing that says like if the show is currently airing, that you can't put up a uh, review on it. Right. Yeah. Currently airing, or at like the very least, there should be like an episode. They should like they should weight the reviews based on like how much of the show the person has seen. Yeah. Like if a person has finished the show, that review should have more weight to it in terms of like where. Like how it affects things, or like who sees it. Yeah, but it's like I feel like you know, as we do our like seasonal updates, I think we're pretty careful to be like, well, so far the show seems like this, or so you know, in my opinion, like I hope we don't get overly self entitled. I don't know. For for me, I I remember I used to be like that. Like, uh, I remember in like 2000, like 2010 to 2015, I was pretty mm. much like that. But then, uh, um, just recently when I start, started to like not care about what I watch, then that's just a sad way to put it, <laughs> but it seems sad, but it's just like, it's just like a switch that you turn off in your head. And you, sure, start, yeah. and you start like stop caring about whether or not it's good and you just like enjoy it for enjoyment right and uh i i like that because uh it makes you like watch shows that you weren't that you wouldn't watch before and then enjoy the hell out of it that's true like, I don't think I would ever watch, like, uh, for example, uh, yeah. Quintessential Quintuplets, Gotobu uh, no Hanayomi, that one. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I would ever watch. I wouldn't even touch it with, a, with like, if you, if you were to tell me that I would watch that show, like, uh, willingly, like, mm -hmm. five years ago, I would have, like, laughed at you. Yeah. But um, now, like, um, it's even though it's like just a harem anime, and sure. there's really like nothing else in it, just a harem anime. Um, it's it's still fun. So, so yeah, like, uh, so the quintessential quintuplets season two came out. Um, it's what I rated it a six out of ten. Okay. And uh it was it was it was decent. It wasn't it wasn't revolutionary. It's it's just a horror anime. <laughs> but it was right. fun. um 
And then my last two were uh, Dr. Stone and Tropical Rouge Pretty, pretty Cure. All right. 10 out of 10s, right? Best for last. So, yeah, we say the, say the best for last. Um, this is going to be a hot take moment right here. Oh, boy. I've got my sunscreen. Hot take. I didn't like Dr. Stone Season 2. Whoa. We're ending the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I gave it a six out of ten because yeah. there there's there's a lot of reasons. Actually, never mind. There's not a lot of reasons. There's just a couple of reasons. <laughs> Very specific reasons. <laughs> Very specific reasons, and uh, one of those was. The fact that the the technology jumping was going so fast, like they were uh, they were literally like sprinting down the path to like uh, higher technology, right? Because like, one thing that uh, I really liked in season one was that it was kind of gradual about it. First, they start off with uh, making like one little thing. And then that thing is able to unlock a certain other thing. And in order to, oh, and they have like this idea to make a phone or something like that. And then they're like, okay, so we need all these things for it. And it shows their process of making those things over the course of a couple episodes. Yeah. There's like a skill, there's like a skill tree to it. Yeah. 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 There's a skill tree. Whereas for this one, it felt like they just like, had like materials out of nowhere like we're showing up yeah like i i take this thing and and this thing and then uh, i'll make this thing and oh it's done we made it right when uh obviously these things would take so much longer to make right yeah so it just felt unrealistic that the technology was advancing so fast uh, with the materials that they had. So that was one um, complaint I had with it. Another complaint was that the whole uh, whole premise of the Stone Wars versus Sukasa ended right. so fast. It ended really fast. Yeah. I think within the span of like three or four episodes. Wow. That's that's a quick resolution. Yeah. And this season only had 11 episodes. Wow. So it, it feels like the entire time you're watching it, you're watching it on like fast forward. Because it feels like they're like shrinking up so much in uh content into one episode that you like blink and it's over yeah geez so um like i i, I was just not really a fan and the way how it resolved also mm -hmm. felt out of nowhere and uh I feel like if we get got a little bit more time with uh, Sukasa, 
then I would have felt differently. But right. it just it just really fell out of nowhere. So right. I think Doctor Stone Stone Wars was just it was disappointing to me. And I know this is this is like a uh, unpopular opinion. Yeah, this is a this is sacred ground you're treading on right now. Yeah, so I, I bet I'm gonna like uh, annoy someone saying that it's bad that I didn't like it, but yeah, yeah, they uh, turned off the episode. I'm sure. I mean, it was still fun to watch. I mean, like Senku's a really cool character. Yeah. All that and uh, Taiju. So, yeah, Taiju. I guess. Yeah, he came back. Finally. Finally, and uh, even though he came back and literally didn't do anything, I guess he still came back. Just being there is enough for me. <laughs> he was my favorite in season one. I was so sad when he just like left. Like... Yeah. So overall, I gave it a six out of ten because I think that's like the perfect rating for it. Mm. It's it's gonna have another season, and. Uh, I, I'm excited to watch it because I want to see where it goes, but I'm not really getting my hopes up for it. Not really look, right. uh, like dying to see it, you know? Right. That's fair. Yeah, I know. I got, I kind of worried about season two because even the way season one was heading, I wasn't sure I liked it. But... Yeah. And so the last one. Tropical Rules Pretty Cure. I dropped at episode three. What? Um, I dropped it not because it's bad. I dropped it because I don't think I would keep up with it and I wouldn't have time for it. Okay. It's too high energy for you? Oh, well, because Pretty Cure series are like, they're always 50 episodes long. So I'd have to keep up with it for a year. Mm. And I don't know if I could keep up with it for a year. You planning to go somewhere the no, next year? Uh, no, it's mostly because like it's not extremely interesting, and then I would rather like spend that time doing picking up a different show. Okay, or watching a different show. Well, so, fair enough. Because it's not like it's a magical girl show, monster of the week, like. There's not really any substance going on there. <laughs> yeah, not for the most part, I'm sure. Yeah. And the characters weren't like, didn't really like grab me. Mm. So I decided to pass on it. Anyway, that's that's all of my series that I watched. Kind of like, uh, I try to watch a lot of stuff and uh, I'm satisfied with everything that I watch though. Yeah, you, you, uh, you were busy, so cool. You could have, you could have been really busy too, but you only finished four. I know. Well, I mean, there's there's some shows that I do want to watch, but like they're like the season twos and like I want to read zero, but I need to catch up on season one. I want to watch Jujutsu Kaisen, but I gotta catch up. So like, there's there's other stuff I'm watching, but just uh making my way slowly oh and uh for those that are listening there no the the 
we we just started a fake zero today as like our as our next uh, series that we yeah did. that's been our next uh, together watch yeah so we'll be doing an episode on fate zero fate stay night in the near future yeah look forward to that yeah i i already have two whole opinions about it so just imagine it'll be two months from now and we'll probably probably maybe invite a guest for that one or not we'll see yeah we might i think we have a friend who's an expert in fate the fate series fate lore yeah uh, <laughs> well we've got a phd in deciphering the timeline yes i i think he does he always talks about it well he always knows a lot about it yeah. i think you see he's seen every single uh spinoff yeah even a good one i haven't <laughs> i don't think anyone should yeah. based on what you're telling me about i think there's one that people should very much not watch but what do i know well um so uh where can they uh find you sweet yeah sure let's kind of button things up so yeah if you want to get in touch with me for some reason because you think i'm super cool or if you hate me i guess um you can reach out to me on uh, myanimelist.com slash profile or you i don't know how to, it my name on there is gray suede I'll, and there'll be links below uh where can they reach you chris um they could find me on my anime list uh in the description below in the description wherever it is uh, yeah it's it's in the the show notes tab show notes which tab. I, and i don't know that every podcatcher has that option yeah um i should look into that actually i don't know because i think well, i think most everyone watches or listens to us not through itunes which is a problem because that's the only one i know how to use <laughs> so i have to learn how to use other podcatchers i guess or at least understand them well um i guess then you can find me at uh, if you search aria machi on the uh my area list you'll be able to find it there yeah so yeah and uh if you want to contact the podcast generally i guess there is a an email uh deep anime dive at gmail.com um you could also tweet at us deep anime dive i uh twitter makes me sad lately but i do try to check that periodically I'll try to get more active on it, maybe, eventually. But Twitter is full of humans. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say humans. More like demons. That, too. But more like zombies. Yeah, sheeple. But yeah. That's fine. You can, uh, you can at, at us and let us know if you're a, a human or a demon. Or some other third category. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Question I would say is what was your favorite 
uh, winter 2021 show. There yeah. was a lot of really good ones. Even there, there were some that we didn't even talk about, like that have been extremely popular, like Attack on Titan final season. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah. Or is a big deal. Or a redo of a healer. Oh, yeah. Everyone loved that one. <laughs> it was unanimous. 10 out yeah. of 10. Or uh, the Mushoku Tensei. I heard what yeah, that one I actually did hear good things about, and I kind of I meant to watch that one. Me too, but, but I never had time. Yeah, someday maybe. Yes. Yeah, Let us know what you like. Let us know what you didn't like. Tell Chris he's wrong about Doctor Stone. No, don't tell me I'm wrong, because I'll just fire yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Criticize him often and frequently. And not me, please. Why? Because I criticize you enough? No, because I I never do anything embarrassing that deserves ridicule on this podcast. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you always do stuff with ridicule. <laughs> you don't know that. I have I could have cut everything out that's happened. Do I have to bring up Moetan? <laughs> it never happened. Did it? Don't watch whatever episode that was. Gosh. Well, uh, I think I think our um, since the spring season is about to start or has started by the time that you've uh, listened to this, um, you also. Uh, Send us uh, like what you're watching this next season. Yeah, sure. That'd right. be fun to know. Yeah, we'll be. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the uh, the first couple episodes of some shows when they come out. But uh, yeah, this next season is shaping up to looking really good. So. Oh yeah, I'm I'm super extra pumped for about four shows, and there's like six other ones I want to watch too. So. So you'll end up at the end only watching four? Five. <laughs> I bet I'll finish five. All right. I I will write that down, and then I will replay that clip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during our uh, spring 2020, 2021 ending. All right. When I'm, when I'm all prepared to talk about all two of my shows. Yeah. I'll be like, so sweet. How much did you finish? And you'd be like, oh, I just finished uh, three. Yeah. I'll be like, all right. I'm I'm super into the animes. I I watched I watch all of them twice. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll see y'all later. Yep. Have a have a nice day and or evening. Yes. Bye. Bye.